This is the In Business Podcast with me, Cass McCrory. Together, we'll listen in and learn from people in business, from solo entrepreneurs to leaders within large enterprises and the span in between. We're going to learn about their approach to the work, to creating fulfilling lives, and defining success for oneself. Perspectives and opinions reflect those of the guest and Cass McCrory, respectively. Show notes and references can be found at inbusinesspod.com. Your reviews are appreciated. And frankly, I celebrate each one. Friends, today we're talking to Eva Medelik. She is a coach, high-performance, success executive focused. And I love this conversation because we talk about kind of where we need to be as look into 2022, focusing on our priorities and how we want to show up and using regret and guilt is kind of an indicator to make sure that you are really truly aligning to the success priorities that matter to you. I love this conversation. I know you will too. Let's get into it. Eva, welcome to the show. Thanks, Cass. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to chat with you today. We'll start where we always do. Tell us a little bit about who you are and the work you do in the world. You know, who I am? Well, I actually am a high performance coach and I also bring cultural intelligence and inclusivity into my high performance coaching. But, you know, my superpower and the work that I bring into the world is helping busy professionals, busy people, busy entrepreneurs learn how to have their own unique work life balance by really learning how to incorporate habits for success into their life so that they can advance their careers without sacrificing health, well-being, and relationships in the process. So we usually sacrifice one thing trying to get another, and I'm just really helping people have how to have it all without doing it all. I love that. There's this energy that always happens around the beginning of the year around habits and taking care of ourselves and maybe, you know, how we want to show up in our bodies. In your experience, why is it, and I think this is especially true for women, mm-hmm. why is our health the first or second thing that we let fall to the wayside when we are on a path to, and I'm putting this in air quotes, uh-huh. success professionally? I think it's women tend to be people pleasers. And so we really sacrifice our own health and well-being, trying to be everything to everyone. You know, I'm a bit older than you, but back in my day, there was this commercial for a perfume called Anjali, and it had such a catchy little jingle. And, you know, the gist of the jingle was I could bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan, and never let you forget you're a man because I'm a woman. And so those ideas, especially in the late 70s, early 80s, were planted in most women, probably your mom, (laughs) you know, that we, in order to have it all, that we have to be it all and do it all too. And those ideas set us up to fail. They really set us up not only to fail, trying to, to do everything, to please everyone else, and to be successful, and we realize we can't, and then we feel like we're failing. And not only is our emotional and mental energy taking a hit, but our physical bodies are buckling under the stress as well. There's so much in there that I think is so resonant and true. And just having that moment of recognition that, yeah, this is what we were taught. 
that you have to be it all. And the only way that you can be it all is if you do it all. Mm-hmm. How do we start to learn a new way to approach taking care? You know, one of the things that I work with in my clients and, 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 and my coaching is really work on clarity, clarity around what matters most to you, because we are, you know, working off of a blueprint of a lot of other people's priorities most of the time and ours are putting getting put on the back burner. And once you're clear on your priorities, you know, when you're not clear on the studies actually show that you're up to 30 times more likely to miss out on success. So the first step I would say is get clear on what matters most to you. What are your priorities? What are your values? And make your decisions based on your priorities and values. Because the bottom line is, your success depends on your ability to prioritize without guilt or regret. And once you are really clear on what your priorities are, it becomes easy to make decisions that support and move forward your priorities. Okay. I want you to restate that because that is so clarifying, truly. So your success is about... Depends on your ability to prioritize without guilt or regret. I like to put it this way. Bottom line, success requires selfishness and not selfishness in the social constructs of being a narcissist (laughs) or me, 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 but really prioritizing yourself. And that's not to say you're mean to anybody else, but really you've got to own the responsibility. I call it my CPR, you know, clarity, priorities, and owning the responsibility of setting and creating boundaries that support and move forward your priorities and your values. So that means that, you know, if I have a task of doing something today that forwards my business and you call and you're not bleeding and I don't have to rush to the hospital or anything like that, but you're like, hey, Eva, can you do me a favor? There's two things that could happen. You know, oh my God, Cash, I I wish I could, you know, and I, under normal st- circumstances, I would, but I have a deadline to meet today and I've, I've got my day planned out. Can we do this another time? How urgent is it? Or, you know what? I can't, but I know someone who might be able to help you. I can refer you to somebody, you know, I, w- I was on, a, I forget who I was talking to the other day, who, someone who actually drops everything, no matter who walks into her office and at what time. And it's just like, you know, where are your priorities in that? You know, mm-hmm. it's powerful, isn't it? It really is. I think that the, the guilt or regret mm-hmm. paradigm here mm-hmm. is really, this is such an apt time to have this conversation because inevitably we come to the end of the year and we're like, oh, we're either celebrating and all of the good things that happened and all of the ways that we showed up in our lives and, and our work. And we can have a moment of self-reflection that's really uplifting. 
But if you're anything like me at, at some point in that reflection, you're like, oh yeah, but I didn't, mm-hmm. or I wish I had, and you tap into that guilt, regret, fear. And I mean, I think it's important lessons, right. To, to go back and be like, all right, w- truly, do I actually feel guilt and regret about this? Or do I think I should feel guilt and regret about this? Oh, shooting on yourself. That's no good. good. No good. Right. <laughs> That's messy. But it's messy. Uh-huh. But it's also saying, okay, as I look forward to the success that I want to achieve and I desire for myself and for my life in 2022, what actions are going to help me live without guilt and without regret? Yeah. You know, here's the thing about our feelings. You know, our feelings are very rarely aligned with what's best for us. <laughs> yeah. Very rarely aligned. And, you know, and, but we get to honor our feelings. We get to recognize them. We get to sit with them and ask ourselves. That's why it's so important to be clear on your priorities and values. Is this feeling going to forward that or going to pull me farther away from that? And, you know, I look at feelings, I know you have little ones, but I look at feelings sometimes as little toddlers that just want to pull you in all kinds of different directions. And you as the adult have to say, no, 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 honey, we've got to go this way. We've got to cross at the corner. We've got to wait for the light to turn red. And they're just really wanting to dart out there. And so it's not that our feelings are to be ignored or suppressed. So please don't hear me say that You, you get to just like, okay. I hear you and I understand it's scary and you feel guilt. However, when we look at, you know, the, the intention, the goal of the priorities and values, this is the best action, action of integrity for what I want to create. Okay. So you can't control how you feel. So as soon as we relax and stop trying to control our fear, our guilt, our regret, all of that, just know that we can't control that, but we can control how we act. So feel it, acknowledge it like, "Mm, this is feeling scary, but I know I get to do this because, you know, this is what I want to create. This is what the deadline I've set. This is what needs to happen for this project to move forward. And do it anyway. And I'll tell all of the mothers of young children out there. I, one of the books that I had, and my kids are in their thirties. I had this guide called the Working Mother's Guilt Guide, which I gifted to all of my friends when they had kids at that time. And you know, a lot of things that I did because I felt guilty if I didn't do them. And I talk to my kids about it now; they don't remember any of it. And it's not just because they're in their thirties, like by the time they were in their late teens, like, huh, we did (laughs) now they're just really kids are moving on with their lives. And you know what, you know, in your heart, who you are as a mother and you can prioritize. And what I mean by that is, yes, we talk about balance a lot, right? Work-life balance. And so many of us are trying to achieve a work-life balance that's equal on both sides. And the sooner you can realize that balance is not equal, it's different and it's personal for everyone, then it gives you that power to add or subtract to whatever side of the scale you need to as you see fit. 
Sometimes the family gets more time. Sometimes this project needs some of your time. And that's why it's important to be clear on what you're creating to the people in your support system and create boundaries around that. There is so much around creating boundaries, doing this work of being intentional and saying, okay, this is, these are the priorities. How do you feel like priorities and values are something that you just decide once? Is it monthly? Is it yearly? How do you look at looking at priorities and values? Well, my values are pretty much the same, but different things take priorities on different days. Like for example, I've got my daily priorities. I've got my priorities I need done by the end of the week. I've got my priorities I want completed by the end of the month, the quarter, the year. Like for example, I've got to get stuff, start to get stuff ready for the accountant. However, I've got a launch coming up today, actually. So when I was you know, preparing for the launch, that took priority because I have more time for the accountant. You know, one of the things that brings us worry and stress is worrying too far in the future. And so we can really calm our nervous system, our stress levels and our overwhelm down when we look at, okay, what absolutely needs to be done today? And just take it day by day. And most of us create this overwhelming stress by like, yeah, but next month this needs to be done. And, you know, and so, okay, let's reverse engineer it and get the day's priorities and what, what needs to be done by Friday at five, you know, and then you create a, your, your schedule, your planning, so to speak on where to insert those different tasks or demands for that priority. So yeah, priorities are always changing and don't be afraid to change them. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's a lot there. I think frequently we decide here's our path and we think I'm going to go and, and then we find the path has a significant hurdle or something else is going on. And rather than readjusting and dealing with what it is, we try to fight it. And resetting those priorities is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious to know, how does, how does a coach like yourself, how do you look at the year in a reflective place? And how do you look at planning, knowing that you're going to be nimble and agile for whatever priorities need to come up? Well, I have a morning routine, first of all, where, you know, I sit for about 10 or 15 minutes in a reflective meditation of, you know, breathing, gratitude, uh, manifestation and setting an intention for each and every day. And when I look at the year, you know, a couple of things my husband and I started doing about 10, 11 years ago, is we set up our yearly goals personally and for our business because we also have a real estate investment company that we run together as well. And I do that for, for my business too. I just set goals and, and they're in no particular order, but just things that, you know, the dream list, the wish list or whatever. And then there's, you know, vision boarding, a lot of people vision boarding. I, my head is a constant vision board, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and, you know, for myself, you know, 
I'm, I'm getting a bit more strategic about what I want to create and then reverse engineer on how I want to create it. Like, for example, in my business, there's a certain number of private clients that I, you know, have the space to give all of my time, effort and energy to. And then how can I reach more people uh, globally on a scale and what programs, products and services that I can I create that reach more people? And, you know, and I also get help and support in strategically planning that out. It's, I don't really need, most entrepreneurs are such lone wolfers <laughs> and they want to do everything on their own and by themselves. And so, you know, I bounce my ideas off of, of people and it helps me create some more clarity around, yeah, was that a good idea or wasn't it? Because not every idea I have is a good one. And something my husband will say is like, eh, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Scrap that. <laughs> I love that you're holding space to envision what you want and also to hold space to say, not every idea that I come up with needs to be seen through by me and is good. I mean, sometimes I think we attach ourselves, especially as entrepreneurs to, oh, well, I'd like to do it all. And I had this idea. So that means now I have to do this too. Mm -hmm. Um, But looking at it constructively. I've loved this conversation. Eva, thank you so much for sharing kind of how Mm -hmm. you look at these values and priorities and, and how you are stepping forward to, to define and create the habits for that success. It's powerful. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. I, you know, if I can share just one little, little story real quick, you know, I have a a client recently who, you know, lost her mother-in-law recently. And because of some of the things she had coming up in her business, she was going to send her, her, husband from the east coast to the west coast by himself to you know to to go to the memorial and you know and I who was I to say what she should or shouldn't do but what we did in that session was looked at her priorities and what matters most you know they they have twin toddlers (laughs) and who are who are special needs in their own rights and there was you know well I should stay home with the kids or should we bring the whole family and the money and all of that and so we broke it down by what was important to her, what mattered most to her. And what came out of that was her relationship. You know, her relationship came before the kids, you know, her relationship with her mother-in-law was special. So how can we create a support system so that she could, you know, not worry about the children, be there for her husband, and know that business opportunities will continue to come. But what matters most for her now is the, being there for her husband. And she got to create that herself. But just having a coach help her got, guide her to that realization, like, this is the most important relationship in my life. And I get to nourish this and, and be there for him. So that was an important conversation. I love that example. Because being thoughtful it's easy to let what's on the calendar feel and what's been planned feel mm-hmm. like the most important thing. But if we're truly in alignment with our priorities, we're going to be more fulfilled with how we show up. Beautiful. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And some of us are just afraid of a missed opportunity. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking to myself here. Like I have such, you know, I suffer from FOMO all the time, but what if, this is the only opportunity I get, you know, like, you know what, that's where you've got to really settle in and like, and what if, you know, 
my husband secretly regrets me for the rest of my my spouse secretly regrets me for the rest of my life because I wasn't there for him. And that damages our relationship forever. What's more important than that? Yeah. Yeah. Eva, where can people find you online? They can find me at evamedelec.com on my website. And I'm also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And, and if anybody is, is really serious about, you know, making the changes in their habits so that they can be more fulfilled while being more successful, they can reach me at talkwitheva.com. And I'm happy to talk with any of your listeners. Awesome. Eva, thank you. You're welcome.